0: Hello, good morning. Thursday morning. <laughs> it's a bit foggy this morning. It's just starting to... It's a bit hazy, but... Blue sky above, and, uh... Yeah, it's quite humid. So yesterday... Yesterday, I was looking at. I wanted to know who invented Tarot for some reason. It's just like one of those questions. So I'd look, and uh, it was like a playing card game. But But it was obviously not not like the 52 playing cards uh, that you'd use for poker it was it it looks like it it based it was uh, it looks like it was created in Italy I think it was Bologna Trif Trifoni I think that was the original name, which uh, translates as triumphs, or in English and German today, it's trumps. So it was based on the same, same concept as the cards are still made today. We've got Lasser. Arca- arcana and major arcana. Now you look at. You look at those words, greater means. Sorry, no, <laughs> I've done it the wrong way around. Major arcana. Greater is the. is what you can derive from major. So Greater Arcana Arcana is Mystery So the Greater Mysteries And the Lesser Mysteries The Lesser Mysteries Being the Lesser Arcana What does that mean? (sighs) If you look at just the Major Arcana cards You've got The Sun, The Moon The Hangman Death this one might surprise a few people if you if you're into tarot. The card that represents the the tower, ta- I think it's called the tower card. And a lot of people think that represents the tarot of Babel. On this deck, on this old deck that I found from must be the 15th century. So that's kind of when it was uh, created in Italy but this looks like a French deck so when you look at the translations la maison do meaning god the house of god and it's not the same um it's it's obviously the tower card because it's the same it's exactly the same it's just the you don't have people jumping out and flames and stuff but it is like something something is happening related to it so i found that quite interesting that 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 card's been changed. Although I think a lot of them have. There was one, uh, at the star, and it's the the woman. Yeah, it's a woman with jugs of water, filling them up and emptying them, and then. The French at the bottom, L'Etoy, T-O-I-L-L-E, which directly translates as the cloth. Let me just double check. Yep. If you drop one of the L's you get the star. But the spelling on the card was double L, which translates directly as the cloth. But the, the, pictures, the image, the image on the card is highlighting the star in the middle. I found that one a bit weird. It was a little bit difficult to see the, but there was definitely two hours in there. La Toile. La Toile. I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> La Toile. My French isn't. Uh, I'd need to hear someone speak it before I could uh, reproduce it. But either way, the spelling of it slightly different. Um, yeah, I've got no idea what what led me to look into that, but. I find that when things like that happen, when you stumble upon things by accident, it's typically for a good reason, maybe you learn something from it. So I've never really never really looked into Tarot i would seen people doing card pulls and things like that and explaining what it means but the the actual cards themselves somebody didn't create the cards just for that purpose they were created for for a card game at least that's what's written down that's what someone has written it that it was for so I find it interesting that they called they called the things like the sun the moon the world death temperance and strength temperance is self-restraint so that's like not giving in to desire strength Uh, I'm not sure why that would be a mystery. Why that would be a secret. Maybe it is. Maybe there is. Maybe it is a lot like desire. Um, But maybe there is like a... Formula behind it or something. But... I find it interesting that they they use the word "mystery" anyway. I'm calling them the greater and the lesser mysteries. So the lesser mysteries are like the uh, the numbered uh, suits, the suit cards. anyway, I didn't... I kind of dug around a little bit. Like looking for... Specifically looking for different kinds of decks. Different kinds of card decks. Tarot card decks. Just to see... Just to see what the difference is. Now one interesting thing I found was the oldest... Trifoni, Bolognese sheet deck so I think that means the artwork was Rothschild Rothschild bow I found that interesting because Rothschild I didn't think that was an Italian name I thought that was German the red shield and I didn't think the Rothschild's German family came to prominence until the 1700s. So, who were the Rothschild in the 1500s creating tarot card decks? After I kind of searched around for a little bit longer Just finding different deck styles and stuff But it was all kind of All kind of the same Same layout, same cards, Same kind of design Just uh, maybe a slightly different Slightly different colours Um the other thing, this, uh, this first deck that I looked at, the French deck, I can't remember the name of it. Can't remember the name, I just remember it was all in French. This was the only deck that was different, because the translations were different. Like temperance. says temperance on every card, but why not self-restraint or restraint? And the judgment card. there was uh, it was actually called something different it was called the angel card or something I think in the French deck it was judgment Le judgment uh, J-U-G-E M-E-N-T but look at when I was looking through a Wikipedia page it was referring to the angel cards And then when you look at it It's actually the judgement cards And the ju- the, uh, the angel is like in a cloud Holding up A trumpet, blonde trumpet And holding up a flag Or a piece of cloth with the St George's cross and that's it it's basically just a a cross with equal so that of equidistant and I was trying to figure out is that like uh, is that referring to the solstice and the equinox is that the judgement days Cause it would make sense right if you've not been say you've been having say you've been having too much or something overindulging greed you know all that stuff say you've been doing that They've been doing all that, and it gets to Judgment Day. say it's the autumnal equinox, so September, and that's kind of like going from good to bad, so it might be okay going from bad to good. But descending down is like... If you're already descended... Say you've already... Say you've already been like self-indulgent... Maybe that's worse... If you're... um, Maybe it's worse at certain times of the year... At certain... Crossover days... Judgment days... That's, That's what I thought anyway... Because... I was trying to think what else could the cross be symbolic of I spoke about it the other day with the the cross and what it could be symbolic of and I spoke about the equinox and the the equinox and the solstice how they fit around fit into the cross and was uh, a woman in a tiny little car trying to undertake a truck and she pulled out after the truck (laughs) was already halfway round the roundabout (laughs) Um, yeah so that's what led me to believe that that's what the cross is representing in that in that card the judgment occurs on those crossover days when you move from the equinox up towards the summer sol- solstice or down towards the autumnal equinox or down again towards the winter solstice I think they're the judgment days What typically happens in... What typically happens in um, September... In the north... Northern... Part of... Like in the UK... It tends to get colder... Because the sun's moving... The sun's not got as much heat... So if you say... It's almost like the... The... Sun has also been judged that it shouldn't that it shouldn't give as much heat anymore. and then as it descends further it's judged again and then that's when the uh, there's more dark than light. So I think that's what that's telling of. And maybe, I'm not looked into this or anything, but maybe those days were celebrated. Maybe there were certain rituals that were performed on those days to maybe atone for a sin, to try and attain balance. before judgment and it, it's not like it's not like on the day it's not like you're going into a court and you've been sentenced by a judge it is literally just trying to apply balance mentally physically spiritually so that you can be whole and to be whole means to be healthy so if you're not whole if you're say if say if you're consumed by greed you're gonna have a hole or something where it needs to be filled with I don't know maybe love not not self love because that would be mm. yeah would that be considered a form of greed if you're doing it for to benefit something say if you've got all this stuff and you want more stuff, and all you value, value is stuff. And in order to make yourself feel better, you. Hmm. Interesting. I don't think it's a clear-cut yes or no. I think you know if you're acting out of uh selfless or selfish because in both cases it's good and bad, right? You can be selfish, but it can be good. Let's say you're in a relationship. And the person that you're in a relationship with is manipulative, It's not a good person to you. And in order for you to get away, you have to just walk out. But that means foregoing some of your responsibilities. Maybe you have to pay the bills every month. So maybe it means that you forego that responsibility to pay the bills in order to be selfish and to leave. But what you're doing is you're leaving a harmful situation. So you're counteracting it, you're balancing it out by being selfish. If that makes any sense. And let's say if you were the person that is. Not very nice to someone. The counteract, the counteraction of that would be, that person may disappear from your life. You may, you may never. They may leave you. They may never talk to you again. That's the counteraction, right? That's the balance. So even though you could say that what they did was selfish. Doesn't necessarily mean it's bad You're saying it's selfish Because it's something that didn't benefit you Now to be selfless Is to do something that doesn't benefit yourself Is to be less self Is to do things that are directly to benefit other people so say that you know somebody that's in a situation where they're in a bad relationship and you could help them by offering them a place to stay so you're not really gaining anything right you offer this person to have a place to stay food to eat and they don't need to worry about having resources or anything they they can just come and they can stay and they can eat and they can do whatever they need to do that would be a selfless a less self-act because you're giving something extra you're giving something up you're giving up your space you're giving up your your food in order to accommodate someone else So, I guess back on to the tarot cards. So they, they weren't, the information that I could find, tarot cards weren't actually used for divination purposes. They weren't used by occult groups or societies. Until the seventeenth or eighteenth century this is this is obviously what was written you can't can't prove one hundred percent that all of this stuff is uh, all this stuff that is written is entirely accurate, which is why i'm gonna keep reminding keep reminding myself of that as well because it's not like it's set in stone it's not uh, it's not definitive but it gives like a rough idea of what possibly happened so these cards were used for divination in the 17th and 18th century don't know why there's nothing written as to why um, perhaps secret societies or occult groups we're looking for something we're looking for something to maybe channel channel something I don't honestly know I guess you look at the use today and it is almost like uh, it is kind of like a channeling method for receiving information from someone, something, or somewhere and almost prophetic-like in Possibly trying to predict Or Foretell or pre-warn of What might come For a particular person Or in a particular place But that's all I was looking around my My house last night Looking for a Pack of playing cards I knew there was a pack somewhere I didn't know what, but I just kept thinking, I don't have any tarot cards, but that isn't the point. It's not the tarot cards. It's the person that is channeling, either picking up the card or handing you the cards that could be influencing the result so I thought it should be possible to do that with any any deck of cards because you could give any card a meaning right you could create a world card you could create your own cards you could Oh, it is quite warm. I've walked... Uh, sorry, I've just walked a little bit further through this... Uh, it's called a forest farm. It doesn't look... It doesn't look that old, but... It's very dense. It's very warm. Anyway. Sorry. So, it's not necessarily about the cards, but the person the people involved in picking or giving the cards right so someone gives you a card you turn it over and you see something significant on it you're gonna think ah the person that gave me that card something significant with that person it's not not the card itself because how many variations of that card exist Right it's the passage of the guard. who gave it to you? Maybe how they gave it to you That's kind of uh that's the thing, right so. So I was looking for a pack of cards I was just going to do a little experiment uh, but I couldn't find them so i need to try it some other time but I basically wanted to see what I could feel with turning cards shuffling all the cards and turning them over get a feeling for it see if there was anything with the cards but I don't think there is I think it's all to do with the person is uh, turning the cards over and giving the interpretation. Wow. Um, Yeah, that's what I think. That's what I think the significance is with tarot cards. And maybe that's why people gravitated towards them because maybe there were some people that were able to use the cards in a way where they uh, got accurate divinations for people maybe that's how they became popular so So then I started to look at What are the What's the relevance of the greater mysteries Like it it was almost implying that These cards were created As a reflection of Of the times. So reflection of the 1500s When they were first created And Is that really what they thought? That these, that the mysteries, the sun, the moon, death, that they were still mysteries to them at that time? Like, is that, you you can only assume that's what it means. Otherwise they wouldn't have appeared on the cards and they wouldn't have been called Major Arcana or Minor Arcana. So it's almost like uh, it's almost saying that the there is something behind those things that aren't aren't known today and maybe weren't known at that time. Or were perhaps only known by, uh, by some people but not generally known so then I started looking at those individually the major mysteries the greater mysteries because I, d- I don't know that's just where it kind of led me to Yeah, it's where it led me to. So, wow. Well, so, so what do I type in? I type in the Great mysteries. And then I get a whole bunch of like uh, references to like 1920s Documents and th- things like this, and I was like, different websites and things, like people's personal blogs. But then I find this uh, this PDF, and it was a book called *The Great Mysteries* by summer summer L. Or Weon. I think he was originally born Victor Victor Miguel. Sanchez, he had, it, he had another middle name and he was an occultist wrote about the occult um, and this book, The Greater Mysteries the first four chapters are things that I was talking about recently The Tree of Life He spoke about... Or he wrote about... Eden... With Eden being... Being something of a sexual nature... You only, You have to go... <laughs> it, it's... It sounds like it's loosely based or... His ideas are based on Thalamina, Thelema? Alistair Crowley... His teachings where it was all sex magic that's what this guy talks about but he talks about the tree of life he talks about the Lucifers which are the things in the abyss so his his whole his whole writing up to up to like I uh, right up to chapter four. And his writing was that as soon as you spill the semen, that's when you de- that's when you extinguish the flame, and you descend into the abyss. And it's in the abyss where the lucifers are, and they're just lower nature. It's just a lower nature. But he 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 was talking about something, and he was referencing it in terms of. States and shells Which is what I was Talking about yesterday With the The nesting dolls And what the nesting dolls May represent And how you typically I think it's like Nine or ten You have nine or ten Nesting dolls In a set And This guy was talking about There being ten Ten kind of layers Ten Ten different forms of consciousness and this is kind of what I was alluding to yesterday when I was talking about those nesting dolls that each each state of consciousness so like if you think from fear to love where fear is the abyss and love is like the higher the higher nature between each like if you think of it on a gradient on a on a level that there's 10 points top to bottom so you've got 8 points in between and each one of those end points represents a show or a state I just find it interesting that the A lot of the stuff that I speak about... I'll see or hear something... Like... Typically the last few days... I've been... Randomly searching for... Something on YouTube... And then... I'll kind of learn a bit from that... But then when I speak... Say like about the nesting dolls... That's all just purely... My... Speculate... My speculation... That's just me... That's just me processing what is kind of coming through I don't want to say thought Because I'm not thinking about it But I'm just processing The energy that's coming through So I'm just talking I'm not There's no Process of thought Which is why sometimes Sometimes when I do talk And I go off on a tangent I can't get back on I can't get back on track because there's no thought, there's no thought process. I was just talking. So, see, <laughs> so that that's something that is uh, something that I'm learning, something that I've just learned actually. That when I go off on tangents It's typically because I've either thought about something Seen something around me Or remembered something That I wanted to talk about And then that throws me off the process Or not the process Throws me off that energy that was Kind of following So Yeah so it's interesting that I found this PDF This book because it kind of covers all the stuff so far that I'd, um, that I'd been talking about or had seen something of in the last week at least. So I always find it interesting when that happens. It's almost like it's, uh, you're picking up on the pieces you pick up on the pieces of the of the whole and then then you rediscover the work that someone's already done where they have all those pieces together so I was talking to my brother yesterday and uh, it's often very difficult for us to talk because whenever I call him up He typically doesn't answer Because he's busy And likewise When he calls me up I don't answer because I don't Don't have my phone with me Or I'm busy So When we Do actually get to speak It's typically Typically because we're meant to Like it was, it's the right time to speak that's the way I kind of explain it to him and he, he agrees as well There's more of a right time kind of thing so anyway I was speaking to him yesterday and I was telling him about um, about work and things like that I'd been going through that that kind of process of looking through things I'd done in the past and uh, trying to finish some of those projects off. And... He, he'd gone through something similar uh, maybe about a month ago. And I told him, I said, like, don't try and force anything because he was getting he's getting really frustrated that he couldn't find work that the the things that they were asking him to do in order to get work were things he wasn't prepared to do I said to him I said just do what you need to do what you feel you need to do so fill out an application form if you feel you need to and then just leave it and if it's meant to be it's meant to be right You'll get a response Someone will call you Something will happen Something else will get offered to you And that's what happened About a week week after that He gets a call He gets offered to go And do like a trial At a It's like a a lodge So he'd be working In the bar um, Like just generally Helping to manage the place And manage the team So he went down for like a day's trial and they asked him to stay. Because they were just so, they were so shocked that they couldn't find anyone that was just like him, that could just go in and just do the job and do it so well. So now they've asked him to stay on full time permanently. So yeah, so I'm trying to take my own advice in that respect, and not um, not really worry or consider anything. I, I'm doing what I need to do. I'm responding to the people I need to respond to, and that's and that's it. Um, but yeah, when I was speaking to him, I mentioned about the. About the old projects, I've got like in the region of twenty twenty projects maybe, and as I st- as I've been, I've been spending about it's been nearly a week, probably about five or six days. It's about five or six days I've been spending working on on one of the projects, trying to get it finished, and then I was going to release it publicly because people had shown interest in it when I released part of it four years ago but it was incomplete still required work so I thought that was probably a good project to pick because there was obviously people that thought it would solve or help them solve something for them or help them So I've been working on that for about five days and it's getting into, it's nearly finished from where it was. I've done, um, I've actually not had to do a lot of work because I've already done the work. So I found out in that, when I was looking at the old project, I found that there's a pattern that every time i've created a new project i've solved an old problem or i've done something in a better way a more efficient way so essentially all those old projects are puzzle pieces so they may not be complete in the sense that it's a complete product or service that you could sell they are complete puzzle pieces that can be put together into a bigger product or service. So that's what I realised the other day, and I was telling my brother that there's all just puzzle pieces. And it's really easy, because all I'm doing is putting these pieces together. I said, I've already done all the hard work. I just didn't realise it. Over the space of... um 10 years, space of 10 years I've been sort of creating all these pieces and then getting a bit frustrated because not one of them was kind of representative of what I thought it needed to be. You know, like uh, a full product and service that you could sell. Whereas now I'm realising the the benefit and the utility and what I've done and how I can use it now to create something that is that is a complete complete product or service. So that's currently what I'm doing. Still working through that project, um, and then I'll make it available publicly. But it's something that I could use to. Uh, I could then take that and use that to develop something further with the other compu- with the other pieces of the puzzle. Maybe that's what, maybe that's what this is all about, it's just the pieces, not the hole. Finding the pieces to create the hole. Maybe if you, if you stop looking for the other pieces and you just cover the pieces that you've got so like money, materialism, you don't get the other pieces then maybe that's when your health deteriorates because you're not whole you're not at ease anymore anyway that's uh something different isn't it it's a tarot yeah I'm still it's almost like it's representing the the kind of process that I've been on where I find these fragments and then I find something that brings it all together in retrospect so you could find say you could find this guy's book Samael's book The Greater Mysteries and you could read it but it may not make as much sense as if you'd found each of the pieces individually maybe that's why things take so long to unfold maybe that's why Uh, the cards are divided in that way the lesser mysteries and the greater mysteries because you can't solve the greater mysteries so you can't understand them until you understand the lesser which would make perfect sense from my from my experience that's what it seems to seems to point to I think a lot of people would just gravitate to wanting to know what the the greater mysteries are without doing the work because maybe maybe it just wouldn't make sense I know if I'd if I'd read that guy's book without going through the process of talking through all the other talk basically talking through the topics that he covers and you gain a conscious understanding in doing that it's almost like an application that's you're apl- almost applying it learning from it that if you don't do it in that way and you're just given the all the information maybe you would think there'd be things that you would miss and you would not consciously know it you'd not consciously understand it so maybe that's what the, maybe that's what the tarot cards really represent Maybe that's what the game is. You have to get all the retain as many of the lower cards in order to to get the greater cards. I don't know. I think that's I think that's all we've got. All I've got to say.